Over the last several days, uh, there there is a caller, and I, I hope he can call in because now uh, you know I'm I'm apt to discuss uh, the subject in more detail, and it has to do with social security. Before he hung up, I said I agree with the numbers that you're just saying, but I didn't get a chance to really tell him all of the buts, etc., etc., etc. So let me tell you exactly what we were discussing, what we were talking about. I don't know if he's a MAGA person, a right-wing person. He, he comes across, Brian, that is the person who calls in. He comes across as, I think, maybe a MAGA person. And by the way, that doesn't, you know, I want everybody to call in. I love everybody. I want to talk to everybody. And I'm not saying that as a cliche. I actually mean that because that is the only way we're going to change our world, our country, etc. that we involve absolutely everybody. So anyhow, uh, he called in and he made certain statements. The first thing he called in about was, hey, uh, Friday, made, Friday made his day. And why did Friday make his day? Or Thursday, I think it was. Why did it make his day the day before? Because the plea deal with the Biden crime family, specifically uh, Hunter Biden, fell through. And he was happy about that. And, you know, it, it, it made his day. My question to him was, did it make anything within your life any better? With all the commotion that we're talking about, Biden, what Hunter Biden did or anything, did that change your financial outcome, that of your family, your friends, anybody? And the answer, of course, is no. He felt like somebody stick it to the bad guys, right? And made him feel good about that. And that is the magic of what the plutocracy does, right? They fill us up with hate for the other. And in doing so, we take our eyes off the ball, the things that are really important to us, because we get somebody on the other side. We get that liberal. We get that conservative. We get that. And, and we, we really get it, right? But ultimately speaking, we get nothing because nothing changes for our own personal economies. Nothing changes, right? So that's that's the thing that I wanted to get across to him. And and, and he, he honestly, he answered the question honestly. He said, um, no, nothing changed for me, which is the truth. What he's sticking with and he wanted to call in almost every day and talk about was that Social Security was a Ponzi scheme and that somehow it did us wrong and that Social Security, if he made seven the minimum wage, $7.25 an hour and worked the 40-hour week, that meant that he's paying... About a, it's about a hundred and something dollars in Social Security. He would be paying uh, a month, right? At that wage, you'd be paying about a hundred and something in Social Security a month, and your employer paid um, uh, the, the other hundred. And in his calculation, he included both the employer and the employee contribution, which in the calculation shouldn't really be done because if the employer, if if you're saving your money, the employer is not necessarily responsible for giving you anything. The employer sees you saving your own money and him not having to pay taxes on your employment as just another tax break. But so the, the numbers that he came out was uh, not accurate to the uh, to, based on how it is. Although I went ahead and did the calculations as he did with the employer portion as well. But what he fails to understand, right, is that these are the concepts that he has, how somebody ends up with about 800 something thousand dollars or even close to a million. He made the, uh, he, he did different amortizations on the way it ran and he went ahead and he said, well, that person who's a minimum wage person, if he puts away that 200 something dollars a month, they'll end up with close to a million dollars in savings. 
and that is more likely more than they would extract from Social Security. And on the top, it seems like that may be true. And, uh, you know, as I did the, my program at three o'clock as well, uh, there was another young man, another uh, MAGA person that came with the same scenario, Michael Cisak. And he came and he said the same thing. And, you know, I said, oh, my God, you know what? I'm going to have to take up this subject more in detail because I saw one of the people in our chat that is a staunch, progressive, believing Social Security person started to look at these numbers and say, wow, I never looked at it that way. And one of them said, Egberto, you know, uh, yeah, I think the government should give back some of that money if the person dies to the person, heirs and relatives. And I'm like, well, wait, 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 wait. And uh, first of all, Social Security is not a savings plan. Social Security is not there for you to put away money so that you can use it in the future. As I know a lot of people think of it that way and they like to sell it that way, but that's not Social Security. Social Security just ensures that you, if you are alive and, and you have a steady flow of some income when you're no longer working, that's Social Security. Uh, and all of us pay a tax for it. I hate that we have a separate tax called Social Security. I wish we paid out. Uh, I we paid retired people out of the general fund. I think by having a separate Social Security tax, what we do is we give people the options. We give uh, Republican, MAGAs, and neoliberal Democrats the ability to give people the impression that there's this lockbox. You remember when Gore used to talk about putting away the Social Security in a lockbox, not touching it. The truth of the matter, I think that is sort of silly, right? If you have all this accumulated cash, we should do what necessary for America at the time. There's nothing with a, a, a country that has something called a sovereign currency. In other words, if you create your own money, you don't have to do things like uh, put money in a lockbox or anything like that. You expand your money supply as needed for the economy to run. And as long as your economy is not overheated, meaning as long as you have enough productivity in your economy, you cannot have inflation. And that is why even as inflation zoomed up to 9%, as soon as we reach steady state again, we so quickly dropped to 3% before anybody thought about it. Even as the, even as the thugs the corporate thugs, even as they continue to try to zoom prices, just because of the steady state of the economic system, the inflation jumped from 9% to 3%. They're trying to zoom it up again by jacking up gas prices. The cartel, again, doing that, we should make it illegal. We should force the price of gas to a certain level. But again, we have to understand economics before we can do that. And that is why we have programs like this out there to let folks know, don't believe what you hear from the plutocrats or the media controlled by the plutocrats. But going back to Social Security, as we are speaking about. So here's the deal. Social Security is not a savings account. Those of you who own homes, you are paying north of likely two, $300 a month for your home insurance. Likely, you are paying more in, 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 in your home insurance than you're paying in Social Security. 
Okay. Likewise, you're paying for your car insurance. You're paying for your life insurance. Many folks have something known as term life, which means you may have a term for your insurance policy for 20 years. And after 20 years, zoop, all that money is gone. Your home insurance, if you never make a claim, if your home is never damaged, and you know, my home got damaged several times, but because I have a high deductible, I've always had to pay for it out of pocket, right? Remember, the plutocrats and the, these capitalists never lose. You do. It never conceived to this guy, our good friend, to say, I'm, I am going back to Allstate. I'm going back to State Form. I'm going back to all these companies that I have paid all this money to and never made a claim. I'm going to them and say, uh, you owe me some money. Uh, you owe me money because I didn't make a claim. But when it comes to Social Security, a tax being paid to our government, we have guys like our great caller uh, calling in and saying, well, you know, it's a scam. We want to get our money back. Let's get rid of the scam here. Here's the scam. The scam is to tell people that they could do it on their own. The scam is to tell people that they could take their money, throw it into the stock market, and somehow do better than the than, than the than the uh, than having a defined a social security that no matter what is there for you. That is the scam. The scam is not to inform you that if all of us, if all of us on this country in this country started to save. We would have a glut of savings. And if we had a glut of savings, you no longer are going to be able to collect the current interest rates that you collect on those savings, right? Because what are, why do past books and these things pay for savings? Because we want to ask people to save their money for a return. If we have everybody and their mother and their father and their sister and their brother throwing a whole lot of money into the banks, the banks no longer have to pay a whole lot for this saving because everybody wants to throw their money into the banks. And that return that for the small amount of folks that save right now that is kind of acceptable, goes away because we no longer have to pay. And if everybody is saving, who is buying? If everyone is saving, who is buying? So these are the factors that guys like Brian don't, they, they, they think inside of the box that says, if we go ahead and put based on the, the way money grows, ba based on compounding interest, that somehow your money is going to grow so much. Well, if you have all these dollars chasing savings, the value return on those monies go down. They don't tell you that. So therefore, if you did your amortization at 7.25%, which is what the stock market is, the, the growth over decades turn out to be, you're fine. But what they don't tell you is if in a particular decade, the stock market drops, you're hosed. Because the recovery can take quite a long time and you may be dead after working 50 years and saving and losing that money for that stock market to recover even as you draw. They don't tell you that, right? They don't tell you that unlike, uh, the, unlike your whatever savings you have, your social security has something called COLA, C-O-L-A, cost of living adjustment. Every year, 
it compensates for inflation. So it's not a standard calculation that one can do with, uh, with, uh, with uh, Social Security. Again, they are snowing you. When they try to get, when they do the tables and you do it yourself and you say, oh my God, you mean even if I just put away X amount of dollars, I would have so much money in the bank? Dream on. Dream on. And dream on. That's not what really happens in the real world. And it is important for us not to allow the, the playing with numbers. And, and again, like I said, the worst thing that happens too often is that if you tie in a, little bit, a lot of truth with just the right kind of fallacies, we can all make bad decisions. A little bit of truth. We make horrendous decisions. Somewhat number of truth. We make bad decisions. So don't fall for it. Social security is a must. Social security is a good thing. We could actually, if everybody paid all their income in social security, in other words, social security's uh, maximum taxable income ends at a hundred and something thousand dollars, which means the billionaires pay next to zero in social security relative to what they make. The millionaires pay less near to zero compared to what they make. We, the people of the United States, we are the ones who pay most of the social security. And you want to know who are the ones that get screwed the most? The ones that help social security the most? The undocumented worker. Because they pay Social Security all their working lives. And we know immigrants come over here and they work like hell. They work hard. So the, the plutocrats profit from their labor at a lesser price. And we, those who receive Social Security, Social Security remains that much more solvent because they, the 13 million of them, will never collect. Smoke that. So let's, let, let's get real when we think about these issues, my brothers and my sisters. Don't fall for the, the lies. Don't fall for the misinformation. Don't fall for when they're giving you, uh, look over there, we're doing this to you. Yesterday, in, uh, as I spoke to uh, my good brothers and sisters at the Unitarian Universalist Church, I looked at them and I said, keep the conversation going. Uh, do not stop talking to those you think you hate because you should really hate no one. Everybody should be, you should consider everybody your brothers and your sisters. You know, you hear me refer to everybody, no matter who calls, my brother, my sister. That is not only because I really consider them a brother and a sister. It is because I can't hate my brother and my sister. So if I make sure to tell my mind, you're my brother, you're my sister. I remember that I must treat you like you're my brother and my sister. I don't lie to my brother and my sister. I don't misinform my brother and my sister. I don't do that. We shouldn't do that. So let's remember that.
we spend a lot of time deconstructing the news, trying to, trying to parse it into a form that everybody can understand. We try to find those little nitpicks where uh, it goes, it flies above the fray, etc. If you really like these videos that we do, I want to ask a big favor. Please go ahead, number one, subscribe to our channel, and number two, please join if you can. Thank you so kindly for watching. Keep watching. Please remember to share. We must populate the entire internet with our progressive message, a message that we know is what most Americans say that they want. So help us please join. <laughs>